Today on You've Got Mail, we are going to continue talking about the Progressive Era. During the Progressive Era, many movements towards change were made. What movement would you like to focus on today? The women's suffrage movement is really interesting. Let's focus our attention towards that. Yeah, the women's suffrage movement is a very interesting topic. During this period, many women focused their attention towards change in society. But what do you think was the major turning point that caused women to fight for a change? During the Progressive Era, after the U.S. entered World War I, women started to play a larger role in society than before. This made our people realize that women should have a say in political aspects of society. Women were also involved in many different movements and knew that they could make a change in society, so they sought to fight for the right to vote. Support for women's suffrage movement struggled strong opposition because many businesses feared that the vote would empower women to demand better wages and working conditions. Many other oppositions made it hard for women to press for a change. The women's suffrage movement mainly focused on the fight for women's power to vote. Many leading forces initiated this movement, and the main driving force in the early stages of this movement was the National American Women's Suffrage Association. Who were some influential leaders in this movement? Alice Paul immensely fought for women's rights. She put up a fight until she got what women deserved. Alice Paul was a young militant Quaker suffragist who went to great extents for women's rights. Paul formed an organization called the National Women's Party where they all fought for women's rights. This party adopted a national rather than state-by-state -state strategy to win the women's right to vote. Paul and her National Women's Party handcuffed themselves to the White House and held signs saying, Mr. President, how long must women wait for liberty? This was a more radical route that Paul took in comparison to other movement leaders. Nothing stopped women from fighting for what they believed was right. The women continued to fight, although they were spit on, yelled at, and had signs ripped from their hands while protesting. The government had enough with the protests and put Alice and the other women in jail. The women went on a hunger strike in jail. However, the guards put an end to the hunger strike and force-fed the women. Paul's efforts convinced thousands of women of the importance of the suffragist cause. Woodrow Wilson eventually let them continue to support the women's suffrage with a speech in 1918. Alice Paul was a significant activist in the fight for women's suffrage, but Carrie Chapman Catt was also very influential as well. She took a more reasonable approach than Alice Paul and adopted a state-by-state -state strategy in trying to fight for women's right to vote. Very true. Both had a major impact while taking different approaches. Carrie Chapman Cap had been interested in women's rights ever since her childhood. Carrie Chapman Cap's mother was not able to vote in the election of 1872, and Cap was amazed but also puzzled why her mother could not vote like her father. Cat started her push for women's suffrage by allowing female students the right to speak at the school library society. Yes, which is where she initiated a debate for women's suffrage. She continued to push for women's suffrage, landed her job as pre the president of NAWSA in 1900, and she remained president until 1904. In 1904, she began serving as president of the International Women's Suffrage Alliance. As president of the IWSA, Kat traveled around the world, seeking to win women to the cause of feminism. 
During the release of Cat's Winning Plan in 1916, NAWSA won a string of success for suffrage at the state level. After the United States entered World War I in 1917, women lent strong support to the war effort, which led President Wilson supported women's suffrage in a speech in 1918. In a 1918 Senate vote on a constitutional amendment to grant women, the vote fell short by just two votes. Suffragists targeted the four senators who had voted against women's suffrage, who were running for re-election later that year. Yes, and three of the four lost, sending other politicians a strong message. Then, in 1919, Congress proposed the 19th Amendment. Could you explain to us what exactly the 19th Amendment is? The 19th Amendment was a constitutional amendment that granted women the right to vote. Might I add that it was ratified in 1920, so in that year, women were finally allowed to vote. Yes, and we can thank that for of Alice Paul and Carrie Chapman Catt for their actions in making the 19th Amendment possible. They sure did affect many women's lives in a positive way, and although their approaches were very different, they were both fighting for the same cause. That is very true. It is very interesting how much an impact Alice Paul and Carrie Chapman Cat had an impact on society. Look like looks like our time is up. Stay tuned for our next episode of the podcast where we will continue to to discuss topics about the progressive era on You've Got Mail.